Well, good morning and welcome to the broadcast today on this beautiful sunny Monday morning here on the 10th day of August 2020. Right here in my office, I'm Pastor Curtis Hutchinson, pastor of Crossway Church. Glad you've tuned in. Glad you found us online wherever it is you found us. The different avenues are such as YouTube at Curtis Hutchinson 316, uh, my Facebook page, Pastor Curtis. Uh, you can listen to us on the Spreaker app. My channel is, you can type my name in, Curtis Hutchinson, or the name of my channel, which is for those who have ears to hear. But on Mondays and Thursday mornings at 8.30 a.m. Central Time, I'm right here sharing the book of Romans with you. And we're in Romans chapter 13, a very uh, important topic today, a very uh, touchy topic today for those who are, are uh, learning God's Word. And it, it is a place many times where we're tested. Uh, Romans chapter 13, where the Bible speaks of the authorities that be, they're all of God. Whether they're godly or whether they're wicked, they're all of God because He allows them to be there. We're going to look at that today because of really, and I find it amazing that the Lord is always so faithful to right where we are in a particular Bible study that He has led us to be teaching or be a part of is right where we find ourselves in maybe a family situation or a nation, national situation or maybe just community or a church situation, whatever. But this study of Romans, especially this Romans chapter 13, is specifically uh, relevant for right now in what's going on in our nation with all the Republican and Democratic and all the violence in the streets for the sake of uh, these lives matter and, and, and all the things that are going on. And, and believe me, th this is very important uh, because I know how sick, and I'm not being ugly today, but I know how sick the body of Christ is. And, uh, and what I mean by that is I know how rebellious uh, we can be. I know how we can read God's Word and see what God's Word says and not really relate that uh, with our relationship with God. And we think we can just choose, pick and choose, and, 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 and operate on our own terms instead of God's terms. We even believe that we can choose the truths that, and put it on the table and then direct God to lead us in that truth. And that's not the way that God's plan works. Everything belongs to Him and He gives us the truths. He attempts to teach us the truths of God's Word so that He can guide us in that truth and we can have more light, more liberty, more freedom, the very experience of who we are in Christ, which is going to always result in the expression of Christ Himself as we're obedient to the Word. And uh, But I know the rebellion that's in the hearts of most of the church today who says, well, if, 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 if I vote for them and they get in office, then, then I'll follow the laws that, that get set in place because those are the way I think things ought to be. But if they get voted in and they, they're, they're not going to be my governor, my mayor, my president, they're not going to be, I, I'm, not, I'm not obeying their laws, then we're going to see today in this 13th chapter of Roman how that is a heart of rebellion we're going to see today, let me say that again, 
That's a heart of rebellion. And what we're going to look at in this 13th chapter, in the first five verses, is that when we refuse to obey the laws of the land, and I'm talking about laws, any, any law of the land other than that which would actually cause you to commit a sin against God. Not what you say is a sin. Well, it's a sin if, 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 if I couldn't have a gun. That's not a sin, my friend. That's, that's nowhere in the Word. And, and, and I'm just going to go ahead and throw this illustration out. I did this months ago, and it brought a quiet hush across the body of Christ. If the laws were changed today and guns were no longer allowed, and let me be the first to say, God forbid, Lord, I pray you never let that happen. We're using this as an example. If all the weapons were all of a sudden illegal for you and me to have, would you obey the law of the land? If you refuse to obey the law of the land, you're walking in rebellion against God. Doesn't matter if doesn't matter what you think. All it matters is that that's when we start trying to do things on our own terms and rewrite the book in our own avenue, in our own terms, based on our thing. We exalt our thinking above the knowledge of God. And yes, praise God, we have, oh, this nation is the most blessed nation in all the world. Who would want to live anywhere else? I don't blame everybody for trying to get into this nation. And thank God we have all the liberties and rights and freedoms and oh, there's no other nation like this nation. But if things were to change, and you need to think about these things because they challenge you. If, if, if things were to change, the laws were to change, would you obey the laws of the land even if they weren't the laws you voted for? And when, when, you, when you say, no, I wouldn't, then your conscience can no longer be clean before the Lord because a heart of rebellion is there. And we're going to see some things today, and I pray the Lord impart what you need today. And that those things we need today are above what we say we need. We need the truth of God's Word so that we can walk in the light and the liberty of God's word. Romans 13 verse 1, let every soul be subject of the higher, the governing powers, authorities. For there is no power, do you good to say that, there is no power but of God. The good and righteous power, the evil and full of iniquity power that never even considers the word God. They all of God. You, you need to come to grips with that. The powers that be, the authorities that be, are ordained of God. God set this in motion when Noah came off the ark. Let, let me read a scripture to you for your reference. You can write it down and go study it later. But in Genesis 9 and 6, when Noah came off the ark with his family, God said, Whoso sheds man's blood, by man shall his blood be shed, for in the image of God made he man. And God set that uh, magistrate, if you up, uh, uh, position right there that, 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 that men would rule men. It's civil authority. It's of God. We see that here in Romans 13. And, but it didn't take long 
until you read the story of Babel. The men rebelled against God's, please don't be caught, please don't be caught up in this. It's good to be for the rights and the freedoms and the liberties. But listen, I'm talking to the humble and broken before the Lord. Your Christian duties are far more important than your national rights and duties and obligations, your, your Christian duties. The expression of Christ is far more important to God in your life than all the things that a lot of people are all wrapped up in. Nothing wrong with fighting for your rights and free, voting and praying for your rights that you know are according to the Word of God, good moral God-given rights. Hallelujah. So please don't run off and say, Brother Curtis, just don't. And that's what people do. They, 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 they hear one thing that's not even being said because of the condition of their own heart. And then they run off and say all these things. But listen very carefully. When men rebelled against what God had set in motion, the only thing that could be left is confusion. Now, I want you to think about that. And where there's confusion, it's because it is the result of envy, jealousy, and strife, selfish motive. And where there is envy, jealousy, and strife, selfish motive, there is confusion. And James wrote, every evil work. Why do you think they called it the Tower of Confusion, the Tower of Babel. That's what the word means. Because when they rebelled against God's order, confusion. Now I want you to get that today. Now, And I also want to say this right now as the Lord stirs my heart. There are many, many tares among the wheat today. There are many tares among the wheat. Now, I'm not the judge. I'm not going to pick them out. I'm not going to nail them on the wall and say, they're tears. But I'm telling you, there's a whole lot more than just fleshly, carnal people in the church that are Christians. Let me say it a better way. There's a whole lot more than Christians who are fleshly and carnal in the church. There's a whole lot of tears in the church. Jesus taught that. There are tares <coughs> among the wheat. You need to remember that. But at the same time, you don't have to be a lost and without God tear among the wheat to be living as though you're a fool, Ephesians 5.15, to walk as though you're a fool. You, you, you don't have to be uh, a tear and lost without God among believers, and there are many, to be walking without the wisdom of God that comes from above as we've been ministering on Sunday mornings. But you as a Christian can be functioning according to the wisdom that's not from above, that's fleshly and devilish, earthly, the Bible says. So let's make sure that we love God to the point of obedience because Jesus said, it's only those that love me that are going to obey me. That's what Jesus taught. See, this is crucial. This is, this is where the rubber meets the highway. 
Jesus said, make no mistake about it, Jesus said, those that don't obey me, doesn't matter what they say, they do not love me. That's in the book of John. Please go read it. You got a lot of folk today saying, I love the Lord. Oh, I love the Lord. But they're walking with rebellious hearts against the Word of God. They're lying to themselves and they're lying against the truth. Read James chapter 3, the last few verses. You'll see. Now, now I'm going to give you another scripture. Jesus is our example. Amen? Amen. Oh, Jesus is our example until it comes to something that I don't really agree with. See, and you can't walk with the Lord unless you're in agreement with the Lord. Amen. Can two walk together unless they be agreed? Absolutely not. So watch. Jesus tells Pilate when he's standing there before him, Then said Pilate, this is John 19, verses 10 and 11, Then said Pilate unto him, Speak thou not unto me? Are you not going to talk to me? Pilate said. Don't you know that I have power to crucify you and I also have power to release you? Pilate's telling Jesus, I've got the power. And his authority was of God. He was appointed. The Bible tells us right here in Romans chapter 13. The powers that be are of God. Watch now. Jesus did answer him. And he said, You could have no power at all against me except it were given you from above. Therefore, he that delivered me unto you has the greater sin. Jesus brings the focus of those that brought him, Judas actually, who betrayed him. being a greater sin than that of Pilate. Pilate was the authority appointed by God in that time. But Jesus tells him even the authority you have is of God. Whatever you, whatever authority you have, you can't do anything. It's God. See, that, I believe with all my heart that's going to be the worst torment in hell. Not, not just the flames of fire for all eternity, but in, in the lake of fire forever and forever without end, it will be the thoughts that bring the most torment that are this. Even though I never wanted anything to do with God, I rejected that Jesus Christ. I, I, I didn't want anything to do with the church, the Bible, the Lord, God, anything. No, I rejected all of that. And the whole time I was rejecting God, He was using me anyway in spite of me. And you and I need to understand that, that what's going on in our streets in these cities today God is using that beyond what we can imagine. Listen, beyond what we think, God is in control. We don't mind saying it when things are going our way, but when things are not going our way, we don't find ourselves saying that near as much as we ought to be. When they got elected in office and we didn't vote for them and we cannot believe they got elected. I just can't even believe that. I, I, I can't believe that so much. They must have cheated. <laughs> and whatever laws they pass, I'm not obeying them. 
then you will, my friend, walk with a rebellious heart and your conscience will not be clean before God. And that's why the church is sick today. Not just particularly this, but this is the avenue basically that we could probably put everything that's wrong with the church in. Because it's, we, we're, not go, we're not living by God's word. We're quoting God's word, but we're not <coughs> living under the authority of God's word. And God's word lets us know that the authorities, the, gov the, 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 the higher powers, the governing authorities are of God. We need to understand that. Verse 2, Whosoever, therefore, resists the power, the authority, they're resisting the ordinance of God, and they that resist shall receive to themselves damnation, judgment. Do you remember Paul writes to the church in Corinth and he says, <clears throat> because the church is not discerning the Lord's body. That means what Jesus did in his body at Calvary. Their, 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 their faith is really not in that. They, they, they believe that, at least they say they do, to get saved. But then the, they're not even looking back at that. They're, they've brought the purpose-driven life, the government of 12, the words you speak, the money you... All these things that we've done, we've put our faith in the things we're doing instead of the work Christ has done and, and we're no longer discerning the Lord's body and Paul said that's the reason many are weak, sick and dying prematurely in the church. Come on now. Do you really want to live for God? Do you really want to serve God? Well hear me and I'm being nice this morning. It won't be on your terms. It will not be based on your terms. God has given His Son. He's given His Spirit to those who believe upon His Son. And He's given us the Word of God. And He gives those who desire to want to live for God, those who want to be able to hear and faith comes and faith follows Christ, He gives them the understanding of His Word. Everybody else has just got their own concepts, their own pretext, their own terms and that's, what, and that's why you hear people say, well, that's not how I interpret it. <laughs> and see, that right there is why the church is sick. It's why they're sick. The whole body is sick. Listen, whosoever therefore resists the powers, resists the ordinance of God, and they that resist shall receive to themselves judgment. Judgment. The church goes around just, uh, just judging homosexuals and, 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 and we should be judging righteous judgment, letting them know they don't have to stay in that bondage. Jesus died to forgive and deliver from every sin and every bondage. But we've got folk who are just bashing the, the abortionists bashing the homosexuals at the same while, while they've got a four by four stuck in their eye just blatantly telling people I'm not obeying the laws of the land I'm not obeying that 
because I, I'm a blah, blah, blah. I'm a blah, blah, blah. I'm a, I'm a this. It don't matter what you say you are. Above all things that you are is a Christian. And the greatest responsibility you have is not to your nation <laughs> or to your community or to your family. It's to God. And that obligation to God, my friend, is your obedience to God that cannot even begin to take place unless our faith right now, today, remains exclusively in the one who was obedient at Calvary. For that is the very that is the very humility and obedience that flows through the cross into our lives. And then we can, by the Spirit of God... Obey the Word of God. Amen. Now, I know this makes people mad. And it makes the church mad. But it's reality. Jesus is your example, right? Now, he told Pilate, you have no authority unless my father give it to you. But here, here's the thing. His father had given Pilate the authority he had to set in that place because the Bible tells us that. Verse 3, Romans 13, For rulers are not a terror of good works, but to the evil. Will you then not be afraid of the power? Do that which is good, and you shall have praise of the same. Now, this is really toward that when the government is doing that which is good, judging that which is rightfully, morally right in all those things. But nevertheless, the only right we have to disobey a law is when the law is telling us to sin before God. Remember that. Verse 4, For he is the minister, the servant of God, to you for good. But if you do that which is evil, and that means, and that means <coughs> he's talking about bucking the system, bucking the authority is bucking, kicking against God. Be afraid. For he bears not the sword in vain. For he is the servant of God, a revenger to execute wrath upon him that does evil. Now watch this. Wherefore you must needs, you need to be subject, not only for the wrath that can be upon you through them, but also for conscience sake. Now this is so critical. And there are many Mm, there are so many people that are Christians today who are uh, conservatives. Praise God. Hallelujah. We are conservatives. And they're for the right, morally right things. Praise God. Yes, we are. Why wouldn't we be as Christians? But if your conscience cannot be clean before God, it, your heart is then condemning you, even if it's in a place of ignorance. That's why, that's why you can't get any further than you are. That, that's why there's things that you, you'd like to move on into and serve God and be more real, but you're, you're rebelling against the same God you want to serve. You're, you're, you're fighting against the, the things of God, the same God that you, you're saying you want to follow, you want to you walk with, you want to serve, but you can't serve God if you're rebelling against God. Come on now. And let me, let me read some of my notes here. 1 John 3, 1 John chapter 3, verses 18 through 21. Listen very carefully. My little children, let us not love in word, neither in tongue, but in deed 
and in truth. The Bible is truth. Amen. And hereby we know that we are of the truth. This is how we know we're of the truth and shall assure our hearts before Him. Because that's what He's looking at. That's what He's dealing with. Our hearts and what our hearts are doing with His Word. For if our heart condemn us, and it does if we're not walking obedience to the Word. Come on now. You need to understand that. If your conscience is not clean before the Lord, and it's not because you say it is, when your conscience is clean before the Lord, you're going to have that peace like a river flowing in your life because you're living in obedience to the Word of God. Some of you, God's been dealing about uh, uh, not being in church. Some of you, God's been dealing about not giving of your finances. Some of you, God's been dealing about many, uh, many things. And you, and you just keep pushing God away. You want, you want God because you've heard preachers say He accepts you as you are. Okay, I get that, but He doesn't leave you like you are. And if you choose to stay like you are, you're rebelling against God because He called us to be like Christ. And that can only happen as we're being conformed into that image. And that can only happen as we're growing by faith in God's Word, submitting, subjecting ourselves to the Word of God. Do you love Jesus? Jesus said, if you love him, you will obey him. And he said this, make no mistake about it, those that are not obeying me do not love me. That's what he taught. Now that ought to be very convicting to you, and it ought to also show you where you are. Well, am I, am, I, have I, am I just serving God on my own terms? Am I lying to myself saying that I love Jesus, but I've got blatant sin in my life? I've got sin in my life and I'm doing everything I can to get everybody to agree with me that there's nothing wrong with this. And, and, or am I just going to, before God, humbly be broken and accept His way as right and repent and allow Him to bring me out of this sin? Beloved, if our heart condemn us, God is greater than our hearts and knows all things. Beloved, if our heart condemn us not, then have we confidence toward God. And let me tell you something, my friend. When your confidence is in God, the fruit of that is seen in your life. And it's not seen in sin. It's seen as you people watch you come out of that sin which has held you. This good stuff. Now I'm going to read this again. In verse 4 here in Romans 13, the Bible tells us that God has set these men, these authorities that govern the civil authority in place. And they're of Him. Whether they're godly or whether they're as evil as evil could be, they're of God. That's what the Bible says. I'm a Bible believer. And... And, and he says that they don't bear the authority to use the sword in vain. There's a purpose there for that. If, if there wasn't any such thing as civil government, civil authority, then there would be no prison system. That's right now what the devil's trying to do in this movement in our nation to get rid of police, get rid of jails, empty the penitentiaries out, and just let everybody... 
That's the devil. My, that ain't just somebody's thought. That's the devil, and it's this portion of God's Word being rebelled against. Listen, don't get caught up in the same sinking boat, Christian, that those people out on the street are in. They're out there rebelling against the, the civil government, the authorities that be. Make sure you don't. Make sure you don't. That's why Ephesians 5.15 says, don't walk as though you're a fool. Why would we need to be told that? Because we can walk as though we're a fool. What's a fool? A fool says in his heart there is no God. Well, a Christian doesn't say there's no God, but sometimes we Christians can walk in, in, in rebellion against God as if there is no God. Oh, we know there's a God, but we live as though there is no God. Come on now, I'm trying to help you today. I'm trying to help you today to find reality, to find true faith, to move away from the way you think it is, the way you think it ought to be, and get involved in the study of God's Word. Wherefore, you need to be subject. Get that. You, I need to be subject to the authorities that be not, I'm not, I may not like them, I may not agree with them, but I have to be subject to them. Not only for wrath, that means not only what they could possibly do to me through the wrath, but also for the sake of my conscience being clean before God. Have you all ever thought about when Rome began to tax all of Judea and all... The, you remember uh, Joseph and Mary having to load her up on a donkey uh, nine months right at it pregnant and, and try to head uh, uh, far away to be taxed? Well, man, a lot of people today would have said, I, ain't, I don't have to do that. I don't have to do that. But because they were God's people... They knew they had to obey the laws of the land no matter who the law was because it was of God. This will help you if you'll just humble yourself under the mighty hand of God. And that's not me. That's not any preacher. That's the word of the Lord in the context of the one who said the word was about him, Jesus Christ. And what he did at Calvary, that work, the only work that allows the words of truth, the word of God to be applied to our hearts by the Holy Spirit. We've run out of time as always. So quick are these 30-minute sessions. Don't forget every Monday and Thursday morning we're right here studying the book of Romans presently. Friday mornings at 9 a.m. we're studying 2 Timothy. Be with us. Pray for us. Don't forget to let God use you to bless this ministry preaching the message of the cross. You can do that at thecrosswaychurch.com or you can sow through your smartphone. You can text your giving to 903-231-5950. God bless you. We love you. And until next time, stay determined to know absolutely nothing but Christ and Him crucified. I'll see you then.